Yeah. Unless it was like Saw. Yeah, in which case I'm like, Brad Pitt, no. No. I'm going to say Brad Pitt should not be in any horror porn movies, you know? Yeah. I'm just not that into that as a concept. Yes. Brad as the Baba Duke. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just the Papa book is Brad Pitt. <laughs> ah! Don't shift your way. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do. Hello and welcome to March Bradness. This is a mini episode. Should we say our names with our new mics? Who are you? I'm Hannah. Well, I'm Sarah. Wow. We each have our own microphone and we can yell about Brad Pitt. I can talk as loud as I want. We could have Latrice guest star. We could laugh really loud. She could be like, ah! (laughs) It's a whole new world. I think my goal for this podcast is to name drop every queen on RuPaul's Drag Race that's memorable and then hope that they respond to us. I feel like that's that's a Chad Michaels move. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, as you can probably hear, we have new fancy microphones. There's only going to be one more episode after this with the, the old microphone, and then we're, gonna, we're just going to be smooth sailing. Hopefully, yeah. Smooth, buttery sailing. Yeah, all that, that's, that sweet, sweet John Baker sponsorship. <laughs> this podcast sponsored by no, John... No, Justin, no! Um, okay, so this is a mini episode where we're going to talk to you about a movie we think Brad Pitt should have been in but this week it has a little twist i think we're gonna call it a movie brad pitt could have been in with this movie i think the man who ended up starring in it he does an amazing job it's iconic for a reason and i really wouldn't change much about this film that we're going to talk about but i think if brad pitt were in it it would also be a really good movie and he'd also do a really good job it would be a good alternate timeline maybe for instance if someone were to go back in time and like alter the timeline and then in in the universe that we came back to brad pitt was in this movie and then a certain sitcom made a few years ago wouldn't exist uh the michael j fox show might not be around uh we're talking about back to the future i can't maintain this joke anymore uh these microphones make me feel like i'm like a real podcast i I feel like way more professional professional. and it's nice because now we can just like talk yeah i i feel like i don't have to worry about moving i can sit however i want it's true so back to the future Mm -hmm. 1985 Mm -hmm. directed by as reina says robert zemakis Which is, I think, my favorite part of last episode, where she's, like, completely unfazed. She's like, yep, that guy. She knows more than we do, it turns out. Yeah, she did a lot of research. (laughs) Um, Robert Zanakis, who directed Allied, also directed Back to the Future. Mm -hmm. And some other fun... Castaway. Wasn't, like, the Polar Express. So, Back to the Future, 1985. For those of you who haven't seen it, you should, because it's great and a classic for a reason. It actually holds up really well, I think. I was Considering it's, like, 32 years old. Yeah. It feels fresh and snappy. I really like it's it. It's timeless. Some hip fashions, both in 50s and in 80s world. Marty McFly, played by Michael J. Fox, goes back in time on accident, trying to escape some Libyan terrorists, I guess. That part could have been uh, done away with. Yeah, could have been better. And he has to get back to the future so that he can live his life. And also, while he's in the past, has to unfuck up what he fucked up and make sure his parents meet so he is indeed born. 
My proposal for this alternate version is that Brad Pitt, circa 1985, plays Marty McFly. Here's why. Marty McFly talks kind of like boyish Brad talks. He talks exactly like boyish Brad talks. You know? He does. (laughs) Professor. That's just Cartman. Professor. I've never seen South Park. So, yeah, uh, Michael J. Fox talks exactly like boyish Brad. They look very similar. They have a similar cute little little nose, a little square head. Mm-hmm. Kind of sandy blonde hair. Yeah. They both dress super cool. Essentially what we are doing in this is we're taking Brad out of across the tracks and, and just dropping him right in here. Yeah. It's at the perfect time. This was 1985. This was right when Brad was 30 years old playing all his high schoolers. <laughs> exactly. 30-year-old Brad Pitt really waiting to get a, a break. Yeah. It's like Dark Side of the Sun era, yeah. sort of, you know? He does a good kind of dweeby kid. Yeah, like, you dweeby wouldn't... but cool. Yeah, exactly. Like that is Marty. Maybe it's just because he dresses so cool. But Marty's not like a loser. No. He's not he's like He's got a... a cool girlfriend. Yeah. He's... He skateboards everywhere. Yeah. He's always tardy to class, which is only something that cool kids do. Only cool kids are tardy. I can't think of anything cooler than being late. <laughs> Like, think about, like, if I were making a movie and I was like, I have this teen boy character, mm-hmm. this white boy with brown hair, mm-hmm. I need to make sure the audience knows that he's cool. Mm-hmm. He's going to skateboard everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's going to be late for class. Mm-hmm. He's going to, like, have a girlfriend that his family is like, and he's like, Ugh! and you like, no, they're not going to last. Uh-huh. And then he's going to have, like, a kind of neurotic best friend, yeah. which describes pretty much any 80s teen movie. Yeah. Well, I was describing that, which describes Back to the Future. I was, in fact, thinking of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. A <laughs> very similar character. Yeah. Just less science, more dancing. It would be a good Brad. He is very good at doing the cool teen, but not too cool. Cool, but not too cool. Still a teen that hangs out with an old professor and wears a puffy vest That everywhere. everyone keeps calling a life preserver. Well, that was in the 50s. Another reason he should be in this movie is I really want to see Brad Pitt play guitar. Um, I want to see Brad Pitt skateboard. In his Nikes. Mm-hmm. And then we would get three. Because obviously in this alternate timeline, Brad Pitt is, is in the entire franchise. So we would get to see Brad Pitt... In the future, in Back to the Future 2, with the self-lacing Nikes, which would be fucking lit. It'd be so cool. True. Brad Pitt's a cool dude. He was a cool 30 playing 17. And I just really, I think it'd be fun. I think it's a strong candidate. As you know, I don't know if we've talked about the process for doing these mini episodes, but we do rewatch the movies to ensure that it would be maximum Brad quality. Definitely. I'm not just throwing any movie. I'm not going to be like, Brad Pitt should have been in Gone with the Wind without <laughs> and watching. And there's been some failures. Like we tried National Treasure. Yeah. That didn't work out. Ants. Ants. Brad Pitt should not be in ants. No one should be in ants. Nobody. So just know that this is a this is an informed opinion. It's scientific. We formulate a hypothesis mm-hmm. and then we test the hypothesis. Mm-hmm. And this is basically us submitting that in a peer-reviewed journal of the internet. I'm waiting for my grant money still. In terms of sponsorships. Guys. <laughs> Excuse me. Hello. Me applying to grad school. I would like to be the world's only Brad Pitt scholar. (laughs) Surely, if you're the world's only Brad Pitt scholar, you get to meet Brad. I would hope, but then maybe there would be like... Oh, like a bias? Yeah. Like you can't... You're banned from meeting Brad Pitt. 
if you see Brad Pitt and you like run into him on the street, you have to drop out. You have to stop your your, your life's work. Your dissertation is invalid. Well, then I don't want to be the world's foremost Brad Pitt scholar because I want to meet Brad. Me too. If you have a movie you want us to test, hit us up marchbradness.net. We're there. We're listening. Our ears and hearts are open. Also on Twitter, if you prefer a shorter, if an email intimidates you like they intimidate me, you can just tweet at us and you don't even have to capitalize it. Mm-mm. You could tell us the whole movie in emoji and I'd hope. I think that probably out. between the two of us, we'd be able to figure it Definitely. out. Definitely. We also have a Facebook. It's March Bradness and an Instagram, March.Bradness. Spread the love. Yeah. Spread the good word. Give us a... <laughs> Go knock door to door and be like, have you heard the good news? March Bradness is now streaming on iTunes. Oh my god. Google Play and wherever you may listen to podcasts. I'll make some pamphlets. Uh, It'll be great. Tune in next week for our next official pitting. This is an off-the-bracket special extravaganza. We are pitting Brad Pitt's just-released War Machine. This is not just-released. Guest appearance on Friends. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Sarah, do you ever like sit and think about how the lyrics to Friends like actually go? And then you're like, oh, and then you think about being in your 20s and you're like, my life is a joke. I am broke. My life is DOA. It hasn't been your day, your month, your week, or even your year. But I'll be there for you. And that's where it picks back up, is that you know that your friends are always going to be there, were you? Very, really millennial. Ahead of its time. It's very, I mean, like, were the friends Gen X? I would say so. Yeah. Although Gen X is kind of a broad, or the millennials uh, it's true. can be. The friends, the first, the friends are, I'm calling it here right now, this second. The friends are the first millennials. Damn. Happy birthday, friends. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box?